0: I've been uh, reading scripture this month, getting ready for Christmas. There's something that stuck out to me. And it's the name of Jesus. You know, it says, and you shall give him the name. And if you read the rest of your Bible, you find scriptures that say, and at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Bow. Every tongue will confess. See, there's something about the name of Jesus. It's alive. It has power to it. The name of Jesus. And when you read the scripture that says, every knee will bow. Think about what that means. That means every sickness will bow. Bow. To the name of Jesus, every good thing, every bad thing, every thing will bow to the name of Jesus, the name of Jesus. There's no one like him. There's power in his name. And I I want us to just respond by this. I, I feel really strongly that the Lord wants to do some things in your heart and in your body this morning. And I think when you sing a song about the name of Jesus and his presence becomes really strong, we would be amiss to not just take advantage of that. So, you know, if you need healing in your body this morning, if you need something to bow to the name of Jesus? You just need his name exalted above all the other stuff in your life, in your mind, in your body. Would you just like raise your hand? It doesn't have to be a big come to the altar, but we want to surround you. We have leaders who are ready to pray for you, to just declare the name of Jesus over you. So, you can just keep it raised until somebody finds you. We got some guys up here. We got somebody back in the sound booth.
1: You can keep keep praying if you're still praying. That's fine. You know what we need most is God himself, his presence. It doesn't really, we don't need, uh we really don't need anything else. He is enough. Okay, well, we're having technical difficulties, that's okay. We're going to, we're going to. Not worry about that. We're just going to share for just a few minutes from the Word here, and really focus in on God with us today. That's the, that's the the theme is Emmanuel, and uh, I'm going to share for just a couple minutes, and my wife's going to going to close us off. Uh, if you have an offering today, we're not going to pass the plate today. So if you want to leave that, it's right on this side. There's a back table. There will be the offering plates there for you just to to leave your offering. Or if you just want to leave it till next week, we'll receive a normal offering next Sunday. But uh, uh it's back there for you. Uh And we have a gift for you that we'll pass out at the end. So we have a gift, one for each family, I believe. And if we have extras, we can start handing them out a little bit further. We want to make sure everybody gets one for per couple or per household. Um, but you know in the beginning uh in the beginning it was God with us. In Genesis chapter 1 and 2 when God created the earth, it says that that God walked with Adam and Eve in the garden that he was he was with them. And of course we know that uh we know that that, that relationship was broken because of sin, when sin entered the world, when, when human beings chose to say, God, you're not in charge, we're in charge, and we're gonna, we're gonna follow the devil and what he says, that it says sin entered the world, and through, through sin, death came in the world, and there was a separation. But it was always God's desire. And so when it says, uh, even early on, uh, in Genesis 3, right after, uh, Adam and Eve have turned away from God. There's a promise made. It says, the Lord said, I will cause to the.' He said this to the serpent. I'll cause a dire hostility to exist between you and the woman and between your children and her children. And he will render a crushing blow to your head, even though you will strike his heel. And so what that was talking about was even early on that God, the father himself came down and promised Jesus is going to come. He's going to come. And it says then later in Isaiah chapter 7. It says the Lord spoke through Isaiah again and said to King Ahaz. Go ahead and ask for a sign from the Lord. Make your request beyond the realm of possibility. Ask for something miraculous. But Ahaz replied I don't want to ask or challenge the Lord to a test. So Isaiah said to him listen. Listen. Is it not enough that you try my patience? Must you also try the patience of God? Therefore, the sovereign Lord himself will choose the sign he gives you. A virgin will carry a child and will give birth to a son. And you will give him the name Emmanuel, which means God with us or God is with us. And so the plan all along is for God with us. Life without God is not reality. It's not true reality. Life without Jesus, the presence of God in your life, is not real life. It is not the way the world was created. It was not the way creation was meant to be. So anything else is a facsimile. It's a substitute. It's a fake. It's not true reality. The true reality is in walking in the presence of God in my life. And isn't it so amazing, you know, even early on, right away when we turned away from God, that, that it says that God right away promised. You know, God doesn't have to, have to really come up with a plan. You know that? Like we have to like formulate a plan. God already has the plan. It's like it's already there. He just has his desires. His will is already there. It's set. He doesn't have to make it up. He doesn't have to think it up. He doesn't have to have to. Oh, man, what am I going to do now? Oh, my goodness. I hadn't thought of that. He already has a desire and a will. And his desire and will is for God to be with us. And so when Jesus was born, it even says, uh, when Joseph, in the book of Matthew, it says, uh, that Joseph was pledged to be married to his wife. And while they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace. He had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he considered this, An angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, don't be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. And all this took place, what was said by the Lord through the prophet, the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. You know, and there is a future coming of Jesus. And the future coming of Jesus is what? For God to be with us. For us to be with him. To be in his presence forever and ever. So it's about the presence of God. I'm just going to stop there.
0: All right, I'm going to come wrap up here. About God being with us. Don't you love having the kids in our service with us? I think it's awesome. It's a little crazy, but you know, when you have to go back and forth to get the right color of crayon, you know, life is, life is hard. Uh, but, you know, I, I love, uh, I love the name Emmanuel, God with us. I think it's so powerful. And, uh, so when John told me what he was sharing, I just, uh, want to close with, with a story an encounter that I had just two weeks ago, um, I was just kind of hanging out with the Lord, uh, one morning at my house and, uh, listening to worship music and just kind of reading the word and just, just waiting on God to say, what are you going to do today? And, um, I felt like the Lord came really close to me. I just heard his voice just saying, I want to reveal myself to you as Emmanuel, like fresh. And I just got this sense of God's presence. Like he was so present with me. You know, have you ever been, uh, somewhere in a meeting or just having time with the Lord and you just can feel him? I don't know if you've had that experience. It happens to me sometimes, but it was like, he was so present. And I just almost had this picture in my mind of like this blue glitter cloud kind of encompassing me, moving in me, through me, around me. And it was just like the Lord said, I just want you to know my presence freshly. I just want you to experience me as Emmanuel today. And it was, it was so powerful. And the worship that I was listening to continued on. And I, and I think it was like on Bethel or something, and they they interrupted the worship, which doesn't happen very often. And uh, their pastor, Bill Johnson, gets up in, in the front, and he said, you know, sometimes you just have to come before the Lord, put all your stuff in front of him, and just remember that he's with you, that he's in you, that he's around you, that he's with you. And I was like, Whoa, that really was real, you know, because sometimes, you know, do you have, you have moments with the Lord when you're by yourself and you just like have this thought or you have this thing and you're thinking, man, that was really powerful. But then when there's confirmation that comes just immediately in that moment, it's, it's so, so powerful that God is with us. God is for us. And that seems so simple We, we, we would all nod our heads and say, yeah, God is with us. He's Emmanuel. God is for us. Yeah. But you know, there's, there's something about encountering Jesus and allowing it to become fresh to you. And I don't even know how to explain it. I was, I was talking to some of the ladies on at my house on Thursday morning saying, I feel like I'm in this place where the Lord is taking me through things and he's reintroducing me. To his love, he's reintroducing me to his presence. And, you know, I think that's really what the story of Christmas is all about. That's really what Jesus is all about is, you know, we're not, it's not called to just be like a one time and done thing. Your salvation should be continually happening. You know what I mean? It's like, sometimes I feel like I need to be reborn and reborn and reborn. You know, it's like, I I don't know that God just wants to bless us with joy one time because we're, we're flesh. We live in a world and we just kind of ooze out some of his stuff and we need a refilling. So there's times in our lives where we have to come before Jesus and he wants to say, Hey, I want to, reintroduce you to myself as Emmanuel. And I needed to just sit in my living room and feel the presence of God and be reminded that God is with me. That he is Emmanuel for me. He is Emmanuel for the world. He was, he was the coming one. He was the one in Israel who, who they were hoping for the deliverer. When they were talking about Emmanuel, it was like, like this, this hope of deliverance, but he, he's that for you in your life, in your family, in your job, in your battle against illness. He is Emmanuel God with you. He wants to, to remind you of just his presence with you and see when we have a fresh revelation that God is with us, it changes the way we live. It changes the way we love, it changes the way we interact because when you get a hold of his presence with you, then you recognize that my presence is powerful in someone else's life because his presence is with me, in me, moving around me. And so, you know, just this Christmas, I'm praying for the Lord to reveal himself as Emmanuel, that you would have a similar situation. But I also want you to be reminded that your presence matters because his presence is with you. So when you step into a room, things can change. When you step into a circumstance, things can change. When you show up to love someone, when, when you're doing Christmas with all the people this week, you know, some of you have interesting people that you're going to be encountering this week. Some of you have challenges in your family, you know, all the people this week, your presence matters when you show up to love that crazy uncle, whoever your presence matters. Your presence matters for the one who's so broken. That's coming to your dinner table because God is with you and he wants to be with them. And sometimes we're the reminder that God is Emmanuel. And when he presents himself to us, and then he gives us the opportunity to present him to others, That's the sweetest deal there ever was to carry the presence of Jesus, to be reminded of Emmanuel. So I want us to close this way. If everybody will stand up, you know, sometimes the thing that keeps us from experiencing God with us is we just have all our stuff. You know, you just have all the things, all the struggle, all the stuff, all the lists, all the, all the things Sometimes we just need to put them all in front of us, just need to gather all of it here, all the struggle, all the, the heartache, all the confusion, all the busyness, you know, the rest of your Christmas list. I saw something yesterday. I'll just go off on a tangent real quick. There's a hundred percent chance that you're not going to finish the list of things that you need to do before Tuesday. And there's a 98% chance that no one's going to notice, all right? So punt the list and love the people, okay? That's just a free point of advice. Is everybody feeling better now? Okay, so just know there's a 100% chance you're not going to get it all done this week. You're not. It's okay. 98% chance no one's going to notice. It's it's just great. Isn't that refreshing? Okay, so get rid of the list, love the people. People will notice if you're going crazy, all right? So that's why we need God with us. We need his presence with us. And so we've got to gather up all that, all the things, the busyness, the struggle, the pain, the heartache. And we just have to put it all in front of us. Just set it at the feet of Jesus and be reminded that he's with you. Can you just set all that stuff in front of you so that he can even reach your heart? We're going to take a moment to do that. I'm going to pray over you guys as you, you know, maybe you just need to to think of that. Just setting all that stuff. God, your presence is so amazing. Thank you for sending your son, Jesus, that he would be called Emmanuel. God with us. And that from the beginning of time, it's been your heart's desire to be with us. And we were created for a hunger to be with you. And so, Lord, I pray right now just for that refreshing sense of your presence. Lord, that same encounter that I had that you would just reintroduce us to your presence with us. Father, I pray that you would just overshadow and overwhelm every heart right now with just who you are. Even every child in this room, God, that you would just make your presence known to them. And father, as we come before you today, and we set all of our things in front of us and just say, we just need to be reminded that you're, you're in this, that you're with us. No matter what our stuff looks like in front of us, you're with us. You're the one who holds our hand in the fire. And God, because you're with us, we are powerful. Our presence matters because of your presence in us. Lord. just refill our hearts so that we can love our people well this week. So we can love them fiercely with your love. Thank you for your promise that still stands true today, that you weren't just Emmanuel for Israel, that you weren't just Emmanuel for Mary and Joseph or the shepherds or the wise men, but you are Emmanuel for humanity forever, God with us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your presence that was brought to this earth so that it could be with us. Let us just be reminded of that this week, God, that you are with us. You are welcome. At our tables, you are welcome around our trees. We give you space. And we celebrate your presence. In Jesus name, amen. Amen. Well, Merry Christmas, everyone. We have a gift for you. I'm sure some of you have noticed that I forgot to send you a Christmas card but I punted the list and I'm going to just love you by giving you an awesome little book of God's word. Okay. Um, so every, every family, I don't know if there's one for every person in the house, but every family, uh, take one of these. It's just the story of Jesus or the story of Christmas. And it starts in Genesis with every promise about Jesus coming and then Jesus coming and then talking about Jesus coming back. Uh, so, And it's the Passion Translation If you've never read it, it's just like a really great way It's not a paraphrase, it's an actual translation And it just, sometimes reading familiar scripture Like the Christmas story in a new translation Just makes it come alive So take this, read it over the next few days Pack it with your Christmas stuff Let it be a gift to you every Christmas and to your family uh, I'll stand in the back with a basket and you can grab one We love you guys Came upon the midnight clear, that glorious song of old from angels bend.